always, I'm joined by my bud, Dave. Hey. And happy Friday the 13th, Dave. Happy Friday the 13th, Lou. You know, we, we never talk about this franchise because we are a Halloween podcast, technically. So Friday the 13th, that series doesn't really fit in the whole autumn and Halloween season. I, I always thought of the Friday the 13th franchise as more of a summer franchise. Do you agree with me? Uh, yeah, and you know what's something? Uh, I, and I, I, I believe there are no Halloween scenes in any of these no. Friday the 13th films. Which is it, strange. You would think there would be a cash-in somewhere with Halloween, but there, there isn't. Well, the whole summer camp uh, setting doesn't really lend itself to the no, fall, but, if you think about it. But I mean, but I mean, if you if you get like, you know, like for instance, Jason takes Manhattan. Jason yes. goes to hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, you could, set, you could have you know set those close to Halloween or something like that. I just think it's strange that there isn't one of them that is set to Halloween or at least in October or something. So, I don't know. That's just me. You know what I find strange? The fact that they never crossed over Michael Myers and Jason. Like, that just seems... That seems more... I I get it, Freddy and Jason, because they're both more products of the 80s. But, like, Michael Myers and, and Jason Voorhees just kind of, to me seems like a missed opportunity. I get it. The two characters well, are owned by different companies, but I think that could have made... That's where the, the whole uh, Camp Crystal Lake like Halloween setting would have definitely meshed well if that if that would have become an actual film. Well, the, the only thing is, it's like, what are you going to do when you have Jason versus Michael Myers? You're going to have two big oafs <laughs> just knocking into each other and slashing each other? They don't That's speak. That's basically it. Yeah, you're right. It'll be, <laughs> there'll be no shit talking like Freddy. Freddy did with uh, Jason. It's just so. be like, someone, it, you know what it would remind me of? there. Somebody took that David Bowie and uh, Mick Jagger yeah. Dancing in the streets video. Yeah. And they removed all the lyrics. It is just <laughs> the sound, like just them shuffling along and ooh, yeah. ooh, like breathing. That's what it would remind me of. Just Jason fighting Freddy. I'm sorry, Jason fighting uh Michael Myers. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't know. I actually would watch that. That's a good uh that's a good uh way of describing it too. I love you never would have thought you would have combined like used Mick Jagger and David Bowie. Nope. <laughs> And but it happened Jason right now. and Michael Myers. But it happens here on the yep. uh, Haunted Hangover podcast. But yes, uh, what do you – like, I, we're obviously both big fans of the franchise. Like, we both love Friday the 13th. We both love Jason Voorhees. I don't, I, th- I don't think I've ever met a person that's like, I don't like any of those movies. I don't think that exists. I, I, at least in the horror world, the horror community, I think it's like – probably. Uh, you, you get your card taken away if you if you hate Jason. Everyone kind of has their their favorite. I know uh, Michael Myers, Freddy, Jason, Chucky, Pinhead, Leatherface. Um, I know you're more of a, a Jason person, right? When comparing it to Michael Myers, right? Or no? I I enjoy the Friday the Thirteenth films more than I enjoy the Halloween films. I'm one of those people. I, they're all on the on equal on the equal. Uh, what is it? What's the saying? The equal playing field, I guess. Or like, they're I have them all. They're all kind of equal to me. All all those those franchises are the same. They all have you know really strong first installments. They all have really shitty sequels. The the, the main killer is iconic. Um, for me personally, I've always been more of a Michael Myers fan. Because 
of the whole Halloween connection with the holiday for obvious reasons. Um, but right. I, I do love the Friday the 13th franchise. And I, and I think they're very different when you, when you look at the two because... Yeah, they are. Yeah, the Friday the 13th series is obviously very ridiculous as the films went on and on. And even the first movie, when you watch it, that makes no fucking sense. But, like, with Halloween, it became very messy because some of the movies aren't connected. There's, like, eight timelines. But I believe Friday the 13th has some of that, too, going on in it. But you can forgive it a little more because Jason becomes a zombie and Jason <laughs> Jason oh, goes I mean, to different places. Yeah. He is a zombie, really, technically. Well, he became a zombie um, because he wasn't always right. a, a zombie. Remember, early on in the franchise, he was a human. He was like a mongoloid human. Michael Myers has basically been human since the beginning, technically. Then they just introduced dif- different reasons as to why he was going after his sister or killing people, but yeah, I, I, I've always loved I've always loved the franchise, and I I never again I could never choose which one I loved more. When I was like a teenager, I was always like I like Jason more, and then it would change. I like I like Michael Myers more. I like Freddy more. Yeah. Now as an adult, I'm just like it's all the same silly shit, you know. It's <laughs> you know? true. So I think for me as a, as a child, I think Jason has always been the most frightening, and um, yeah. I think the well, the one memory I can tie it back to as to why it has, it's always stuck to me as he, him being the most frightening is because I'm not sure which one it happens in, and, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's not in any... It's cut out of the film now. Like, if it's shown on okay. TV, they don't show it. Yeah. But it's that scene where he closes up the girl in the, in the sleeping bag, yeah. and he's bashing her against the fucking oh, tree. Yeah. <laughs> that is a brutal kill. Yeah. And I remember seeing that as a, as a kid. And it stuck with me for so long, and I would go mm. to sleep, and, and and there wouldn't even be a sleeping bag in sight. And I'd be like, <laughs> I hope Jason doesn't come and do that to me. Like, I hope I don't get slammed against a tree in a sleeping bag. That shit stuck with me. So, yeah, that one's from, I think that's from part seven, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't know, but it's not, I, I from what I understand, it is not in the T, it's like when they show it on TV, that part's cut out. Yeah, I, I remember exactly what they do on the TV version. What they do is... I think in, like, when you... So there's, I think, three different versions of that scene. And we're going off on a tangent. That's what we do. But I believe in the theatrical version, he, I think, slams her, like, twice. And then she falls to the ground, like, once or twice. And then she falls. Then there's, like, an unrated version that you can find, like, really grainy, like, shitty quality on YouTube. And it might be on one of the, like, Blu-ray special editions where, dude, he slams the shit out of her, like, five times it's like boom, yeah boom 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 there's like it's a, blood it's a really effective kill going everywhere and then the tv version i think it's like they just cut to like him picking her up and then her falling to the ground like you just see your face all bloody and that's it because that was the way you could watch it on tv where it's not that graphic right. but that right. is an um, iconic death one more one more tangent i promise well i can't promise that um <laughs> Now, I don't know if you're going to remember this, and I think this is my first introduction. Well, you know, I'm sorry. This might be like my second introduction to to Jason and the movies as a whole. Is did MTV ever do like a on one of their? So this is this is me going back to childhood memories here. (laughs) Did they ever give Jason an award at one of their shows? And like they showed this whole montage of of people he killed, and they played um, 
I forgot what Metallica song it is. It's from the Black Album, but they paired it with that. Yeah. And I remember seeing all the kills. It scared the fuck out of me. So shit, <laughs> that does sound familiar. I have to look. <laughs> I have to look it up. I'm pretty yeah. sure they did something like that. So don't quote me on it, but maybe quote me on it. It, it, it sounds familiar. Obviously, the first thing I think of is the whole Arsenio Hall when Jason was a guest on his show and he interviewed him and yeah, Jason didn't great. say jack shit. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but as far as him winning an award and showing up on MTV, I don't I don't. It sounds familiar. I don't know if it was MTV. I know Freddie got an MTV like special, which I'm sure we'll cover eventually. Um, but. I don't remember if Jason. It might have been like a horror award show on some station, maybe something. I don't know what it was. It was old it though. Does, it does sound familiar, like something like that went down. But dude, Jason, it's crazy to think when you think of all these slasher killers. Obviously, Freddie had a. Freddie was probably the most popular with teenagers in the '80s and even the early '90s, just because he was. You know, again, he spoke. He was cool. It was fucking Freddy Krueger. Um, but I feel like Jason at one point was like just as popular. Michael Myers never got that treatment. But Jason was like, again, on, on talk shows, in commercials, being parodied. He was everywhere. He was he was like up there with Freddy. Can you technically consider Freddy a slasher, though? I don't consider him <laughs> a slasher. Uh, I, I get Yeah, not really, because technically he's more of like a force or a demon, I guess, or something. Yeah, that's dream, what I'm saying. I never really demon. grouped that. Yeah, I never grouped yeah. him into the slasher category, but I mean, I understand why people would. Yeah, because yeah, anyway. he's killing teenagers, so I guess it's kind of like, all right, yeah. <laughs> just lump him up with the rest of these guys that wear masks or wear sure. like, like iconic, like, outfits or suits or something like that. So it makes sense, because again, you think of slasher movies, you're thinking of like... You know, Slumber Party Massacre and, and even Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Massacre, Massacre. would you consider that a slasher film? I don't know. Because Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah, he's killing uh, not even teens because I think they're adults for most of the movies, if I remember correctly, or like college age students. Yeah, but like, is that a really slasher teens. film? Not really. But nonetheless, but yeah, to, to, to jump into what we're going to be covering today before we... uh. <laughs> just go off on a million tangents because that's what Dave and I do is we're going to talk about nice intro <laughs> because, uh, uh, you know, again, that's what we do. But we thought we'd talk about some of our favorite Friday the 13th things. Now, yep. we're keeping this vague. It's 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 mm-hmm. it can t- as long as it's associated with either Jason, Friday the 13th, adjacent Whatever, mm-hmm. as long as it it's it's got the Friday the Thirteenth banner, it falls in in this category. I, I thought because I remember we were talking about doing this this Friday the Thirteenth special. We were like, "What are we gonna do? We're not gonna review one of the movies because everyone fucking's done. Everyone's done that. Let's yeah. just talk about some stuff we like." And there's a lot of shit we can talk mm-hmm. about that we like in the series, spin off of the series, parroting the city series, things we've done in life that remind us of the series. So. Mm-hmm. We just we just kind of opened it up to anything we want. So Dave, as usual, hit us with your first pick. I was just kidding, Elizabeth. Darren, we'd better turn around. Why? Because I've seen enough horror movies to know any weirdo wearing a mask is never friendly. So my first favorite Friday the Thirteenth thing is the classic bootleg Jason mask. And again, <laughs> it's a classic in every way. 
Um, after the success of the Friday the 13th films, every store in town, and I'm going to, I'm going to say at least for like New York, New Jersey, Long Island, like Connecticut. I'm just speaking for this, this general area. I'm pretty sure that every store was stocking these cheaply made plastic Jason (laughs) knockoff masks. And I fucking love it. Um, there were different variations. You could even get some that glowed in the dark. Uh, even when you buy like these like Halloween, like you know how like those companies like Creepy Company and yeah. um, Cavity Colors, they do like those Halloween uh, grab bags, like the yeah. I'm sorry, trick or treat bags. There's always one of those in there. Yeah, because you can get them at like Dollar Tree or like a right, dollar store exactly. for nothing. I mean, so. that just shows you how like you know how timeless these are. These things have literally been yeah. in rotation for like fucking thirty years. A hundred, yeah, probably more. I agree. <laughs> so. There wasn't a Halloween when I was growing up. Someone out of my friends, myself, or people we saw while trick-or-treating or shaving, creaming, and egging that didn't have one on somewhere. I went as Jason one year, clad in said bootleg mask, a white <laughs> thermal shirt with blood splatter all over it, a plastic butcher knife, because Jason used a butcher knife, <laughs> and actual bottle of blood to reapply if I needed it. So, like, I was walking around... With, with all that and the actual bottle of blood. I have a picture of it. I'll send it to you so you can mm-hmm. post it. It's pretty funny. Um, I don't I don't remember. My mom always had me dressed as vampires for a long time. And then <laughs> finally I got the Jason treatment. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it, 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 I agree. Like everyone, I think at one point around our age, even a little younger, even a little older, owned one of these like... Mm-hmm. cheap ass Jason Voorhees like hockey mask and then they never said Jason on them it was always just like no. hockey mask or goalie or I love kill, that one <laughs> killer killer hockey man just yeah. you know killer goalie. mask um right. it, it, as a kid I, I I probably wore it a few times and the reason why I think so many of us had it is because it was such a cheap costume it literally cost yeah. like five bucks to buy a fake knife the mask and blood and then you just wear Absolutely. like a black hoodie or t-shirt Exactly. Now, it's funny you say that. <laughs> now, now, Dave, I yeah. have something to ask you. So, sure. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this, but in the '90s, around the time when uh, Jason Goes to Hell came out, and I don't think we, because we have mentioned these masks on the podcast before. We have. So we talked the bootleg Jason mask. We've said it. Uh, um, it's come up before, but I don't know if we've ever talked about the silver hockey mask that they used to release do you remember those because around the time uh that uh jason goes to hell came out on the cover of that like on that poster and on the vhs cover the mask was silver shiny silver and mm-hmm. that mask brings me back to my childhood anytime i like Ringing see a bell. picture of it and it was so weird because in the movie there is no like shiny you know uh chrome hockey mask like that didn't exist but i I think it's in the teaser trailer where you see like fire and it's like jason finally goes to hell and you see like this like chrome shiny jason mask but i know you don't remember those at all so yeah i think so those were so popular yeah and i talk to people sometimes i'm like do you remember those shiny like how popular those shiny unless that was only like only it was popular at my elementary school when i was a kid because i remember seeing so many kids wearing like that specific 
mask. Right. And it's it, and I sometimes think about it like when did we get in a like I don't I think I was already an adult or at least a teenager when like legit Jason hockey mask started coming out with like the red markings and like the axe mark and they were dirty right. and they look screen accurate. But as a yeah, kid, you know, impossible to find. I have I have two um two like really really great replicas i'll take pictures of them for you Mm -hmm. to post but um i think it's the part four jason Mm -hmm. and the part five jason and both masks are are amazing Um, yeah dude i think both of them are actually signed too by the by both actors who played um the jasons in those movies that's awesome jasons in those films i have to take a look they're definitely signed though so uh when i get a chance (laughs) i will do that but but like i was saying Every mom and pop store had them. Convenience stores, pharmacies, you name it, you can get one. And guess what? You still fucking can. So, <laughs> you know, long live the knockoffs. I love feeble attempts at things. I'm just so glad that they still exist. And you know something? Because you said it before. The Jason mask was a staple of a shitty kid costume flat out. Like, <laughs> yes, I was about costume, to say that. <laughs> if you didn't have a costume... All you had to do was put a hoodie on and grab a mask and a fake knife, and you were ready for Halloween. So, like, <laughs> you had no costume plan. That was a go-to for sure, or a bum or a pirate or something. But that was, like, you know, so and I'm still glad that that's a thing because yeah. I don't 100% dress like that. Um, Dude, <laughs> every bad kid in my class, I, I, I was probably I – I wasn't a bad kid, but I, I knew – like, the bullies didn't – fuck with me i was always like kind of cool with the bully kids in class they all all i wasn't a bully but i like they respected me all like the bully kids always wore those shitty masks those shitty uh jason hockey masks i I agree with that statement because it's i love it it's funny it's funny too because uh in in my first feature good day i don't know if you remember dave i dress one of the main characters Mm -hmm. as a shitty Jason yeah. Voorhees with the cheap mask and the it. cheap knife and like wearing like a flannel shirt, even though I don't. I think J- Jason wore a flannel shirt once, and I think that was in the second one with the, with the uh, overall yeah, the things, sack. the say yep. sack head. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, I, be, I I think it's just again like just the cheap cheap costume, and I think if you like love the Friday the Thirteenth movies. You had to ha- you had to own this, and probably still do. I think everyone owns like. I have one somewhere for sure. I have one. I have have a couple somewhere. So yeah, Yeah. I agree. And I have one more one more thing I want to add, and it's it's worth mentioning is that also how many TV shows, movies, etc. use knockoff Jason looks, routines. Yeah. In the you know, how many how many have done it? I mean, The Simpsons, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, UHF, Roseanne, Sleepaway Camp Two. So yeah. many movies and stuff use like the ripoff. So I mean, it's just, it's it's just shows you how influential that movie and mask are. Take your best shot, motherfucker. So my first pick is a character from one of my favorite Friday the 13th films, and that is Jason Takes Manhattan, part eight. I love that one. Now, 
apparently people hate this fucking movie. And before I get into what character, I love all the characters for the most part in this film. But I've always loved Jason Takes Manhattan. I don't give a shit what people say. It's a, it's a fun dumb movie i don't care if he's only in manhattan for 20 minutes and they only shot like one day there or some nonsense and shot the rest of it in canada he's on the boat i don't care i fucking love jason takes manhattan and the character i want to talk about is julius (laughs) now (laughs) julius is the fucking man in that movie. I just want to say that at the top. And and I want to, the, the actor that portrayed him has a sick name. His name is Vincent Craig Dupree. Dude, that's... That is Vin- a good name. <laughs> that's like the most pimp name fucking ever. That's Vincent an alias. Craig Dupree. Yeah. That's a name you use for an alias. His real name. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I forget that that's his name and I was like just doing some research for the podcast and I was like, oh shit, his name is Vincent Craig Dupree. Fucking amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, the character of Julius. So, in the film, Julius is one of the Lakeview High School students, the senior class. They're all on the boat. They're, they're going to New York on their, I guess it's their, their graduation getaway or something like that. I didn't know that was a thing high schools did. But he's a boxer. He's a tough guy. And he's tough just a guy. He's just a, he is a tough guy. 100% a tough guy. He's one of those tough guys. A tough guy. Yes. <laughs> and in tough the, in the film... You're introduced to him by, like, him beating the shit out of a guy, basically, like, in a, in a boxing match. And, like, the girls love him. There's even two girls watching on, like, they're watching from above through a window. And they're like, if there's one guy I'd make it with, it'd be Julius. Like, so he's hot shit. And in the film, he's, like, out of all the students, the one kid who, like, wants to fight back during, like, all every yeah. scene. Like, yeah. <laughs> like when they when they discover that there's someone on the boat, the Lazarus, the SS Lazarus, which is another great name for a boat, for for anything. He's the one uh, student that's like, let's go catch that motherfucker. Like, he's always ready to, like, beat someone's ass or, like, stand up for everyone in the movie. And I always like that. And I don't know why. It's hard to explain why I like this character. He is portrayed as no, over I get the it. top. And I get it. <laughs> The, the main and most iconic thing people remember this character for is his death scene. So mm-hmm. in, in his, his death scene is fucking epic. Basically, at, 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 when they make it to New York, finally, he, they all do, they make the biggest mistake by separating because I think the teacher, I forget the teacher's name. I think his name was uh, McCull- Mc, Mc, McCullen or McClo or something. I have wrong. no idea. The, the, the one dude who's like the, the shitty teacher. You remember the character I'm right. talking about, right? He's like, he I watches so. over the girl. He's like the caretaker for the main girl. Because the two main characters mm-hmm. in this film and Jason Takes Manhattan are the least interesting. That's the funny thing about part eight. But it's true. He stands, you know, they, that that teacher, Mick, 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 whatever his name is, Nicole. I'll just call him the, <laughs> I'll call him the shitty. Butchering his name. Yeah, I'm butchering the shit out of his name, but I'll call him the shitty teacher he tells the students they have to all he tells like the group of characters that they have to all separate so uh julius he goes to like make a phone call i guess to call for help and then he rushes up to uh the roof of a building and there he has a showdown with jason where he tries to outbox or box in general jason Voorhees. and i just love how this character basically knows he can't beat jason 
but he like takes the loss like a G. Like he's like, I'm gonna go right. in there, I'm gonna box Jason, and he has one of the best lines ever. Like his last line is like, "Give me your best shot, motherfucker," and then Jason grabs him, punches his head off. Like he just yep. punches it right off, <laughs> and then it falls into a dumpster. And again, again, look. This character to me, I, I was, and, and Jason Takes Manhattan has a ton of great characters that I don't want to get into because, you know, I'm sure we'll do this again in the future. Just things we love about the Friday the 13th series. And mm-hmm. there's just so many colorful ones. But he always stood out to me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's, I get his, it. his outfit, he's wearing like a full like white jumpsuit with uh, blue and red on it. Like yep. he, he grabs, there's that one scene where they're all looking for weapons because he brings a bunch of weapons out so they can look for the killer on the boat. Because at this point, they don't, they don't know if it's Jason. They just know it's somebody on the boat killing people. And one of the kids is like, what weapon are you going to use? And he's like, uh, I'm not going to use one. And then he goes, oh, no, this gun. Like, he's such a tough guy that he fucking doesn't – he almost doesn't want to use a weapon. And I just yeah. always – I just always love the character. And I, and I love Jason Takes Manhattan. I know it's the, it's the film in the series people shit on because Jason's only in Manhattan for like 15 minutes and they only really shot there for one day. And then most yep. of the film's on the boat and they really faked New York – like by oh, using shot Canada, in Canada, yeah. Shot Most in Canada, of them were shot in Canada. Yeah. All those like alleyways were all in Canada somewhere. Yeah. I forget where. But yeah, Julius is—he he's just a fucking man, dude. He's just a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a good cosplay. He would, and it, and I don't see a lot of people, you know, dress up as him like you said, like cosplay. I don't see people really no, mention him. That would be a good costume. And one of my favorite, like like publicity stills from any of the Friday the 13th movies is that image of him and Jason just standing next to him. Have you seen it? Like you can no. tell. No, you have to, you have to have seen this image. It's Julius and like Kane Hodder played Jason in this, in this entry. Right. And they're just standing next to each other looking tough as shit. You've never seen that image. No, Dude. I'm going to have to look it up. It's probably going to end up being if you're if you're listening to this, it's probably going to be the image I use to promote this episode of the Please podcast do. because it's one of the best best images like behind the scene like stills from all of the franchise like it's one of my favorites. So two things real quick about this movie, and I was trying to find it, and I'm going to have to do some more research on it, but the scene where Jason is walking in Manhattan. And he sees the punk kids with the boombox. Yeah. And he turns around and he flips up his mask. One of those or two of those kids, or maybe all of them, are in a band. I'm not sure which band it is. I can't find it. But I remember reading something. It was someone. It was people from yeah. a band. So I have to look that up. I thought that was really cool. And I know I've said this before. I'm just going to say it very <laughs> quickly. My first encounter with this movie was being tricked into thinking it was Goonies. Too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've told when that I was story a before. Kid. Yeah, that's so a great I'm just story. Leave it at that. <laughs> and I, I think the reason why, and I, I know we're kind of focusing on Jason Takes Manhattan, but whatever. The the no, tangent it's corner. Movie. It's fun. <laughs> um, tangent corner is because I. It's the first memory I have being exposed to the franchise. I was like three years old, dude. And I remember seeing commercials for this movie, like on TV. I remember seeing posters for it advertised like on the subway and like billboards for it on like the highway. Like I remember seeing it and just being like, 
what the fuck is this? Because I didn't comprehend. I was so young. I was three years old, four years old, and not comprehending right. what this is, but knowing it was something scary. And then seeing it being in New York and me being from New York City, it's like, wait, what the fuck? That scary guy with the knife and the hockey mask is here? Like, you know? Right. So I, I've always just kind of have had this like weird fascination and love for the. I even have a Jason Takes Manhattan tattoo. So <laughs> if that, I don't know if you know. Do you know that? You've seen it, I think, I think right? So. I yeah. Think so, yeah. So like, I love Jason Takes Manhattan. I, I just do, man. And yeah, I and I love one. and I love the character of Julius. He is literally probably top five, uh, if not top one, like the first one. He's number one on the list of. One of my favorite characters from the franchise. Oh, hey, you okay? Oh, some damn enchiladas. Oh, you gonna be all right? Oh. Oh. So my second favorite thing from Friday the 13th is part five a new beginning <laughs> i love this movie how do you stand with this movie before i get into it uh i i I, okay, I love it too like i think people shit on it way too much they do they really um, do but it's a fun movie and similar to uh I, no i know it, you've said it before in the podcast i think that it's your favorite mm-hmm, one it's my similar favorite to one. similar to a uh, halloween three being your favorite one yep uh, which you said on our Patreon yep. episode that that's your favorite yes, one did. because uh, Michael Myers isn't in it, and technically with with part five of Friday the Thirteenth, it's not it's not Jason, but it's still fucking Jason. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! Oh, All right, sorry. before you before you before you guys listen to this, <laughs> big spoiler alerts ahead. Okay. With that being said, I'm gonna dive back in. So this was released on March 22nd, 1985 and directed by Danny Steinman. Like I said, this is my absolute favorite in the series. I won't go too much into this, but any franchise that boldly goes the route of omitting the reason why the franchise is a success gets a big thumbs up from me. (laughs) Enter a new beginning. We have a bunch of troubled teens in some kind of halfway house. Our man Tommy Jarvis as a special effects wizard. Miguel Nunez, a.k.a. <laughs> Juana Man, as demon. demon. Demon's the fucking <laughs> man, dude. Another Dude, again, top five characters. You got that Julius up there for me and fucking Demon. <laughs> demon, who, who is basically playing the same exact role as his character Spider in Return of the Living Dead. He fucking rules, Which I dude. thought was hysterical. It's amazing. <laughs> Mark Venturini, better known as Suicide from Return of the Living Dead, which again, basically playing the same character, but as Vic, (laughs) who likes to chop wood and chocolate bars, among other things. (laughs) Reggie the Reckless, with the sickest high-pitched scream you ever heard. (laughs) A really sad goth girl named Violet, who rocks out to one of... Louis's favorite moments, which we'll get into in a few. Yes. <laughs> and last but not least, Roy fucking Burns. <laughs> the paramedic posing as our killer, Jason. <laughs> I'd just like to point out the mask in this entry is also my yeah. favorite Jason mask. 
Yeah. Um, I, I love the mask. Um, and also the dialogue is super dirty in this movie. So, mm-hmm. so this was penned by Martin Kitrosser and David Cohen, which I believe either between the two or the director had involvement in a bunch of porno movies. Yeah, Danny Steinman. So, he was like a porn. That's it. Okay, uh, right. I think that's director. Why I knew it was one of the three. Yeah, which well, I he think direct- is really he- like interesting. Yeah, he directed Savage Streets too, which is another like really See, raunchy. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, dirty like movie. So it's kind of his style to have like all this like yeah. profanity and like nudity in his movies. So it's super raunchy. Like I like yeah. I remember like watching this movie a long time ago because I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, and I was like, the dialogue is fucking great in this movie. It's so <laughs> yeah. fucking dirty. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a fun movie. Um, I, you know, there's something that I was kind of like, as I was looking, I was like, okay, so you have two characters from Return of the Living Dead. You have a heavy emphasis on paramedics. I was like, <laughs> there's tons of parallels between Return of the Living Dead and this, yeah. and this movie. I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> but yeah, part five is, is just overall, we're not, I'm not going into this. <laughs> it, uh, I just gave you a whole laundry list of things of, of reasons why I like this one. Yeah, yeah. It's just a really fun movie. It doesn't have Jason in it, but I mean, I guess it technically does. Technically, like you said. yeah. But it's just an interesting dynamic. And honestly, if you were to t- okay, if we were to change the mask, right? Yeah. If we were to just have this regular slasher film not be associated with Friday the Thirteenth, this would be a good slasher movie oh, for sure, a hundred percent. People it's- wouldn't shit on it. I think I think it's got like a renewed love in the last like ten it, years. It has yeah. it has been getting a renewed love because it's a fun sure. it, a, similar to Jason Takes Manhattan. All the characters are like colorful and memorable. Like they all have exactly. these per, like unique personalities. You saw I named off, and I didn't even name off everybody. And I didn't Dude, you've got you've got like, the. Uh, What's the uh, was it Ethel? The is it Ethel? I forget the mother yeah, and son. It's yeah. Ethel. Yeah. yeah. Like the two of them. You've got you've got Violet. You've got you've got the kid that stutters. You've got yep. you've you've got that really good looking girl that wants the the couple where she gets killed with the uh with the big scissor shears. Oh yeah, I yeah, forget yeah, yeah, the character's yeah. name. She's a good looking girl in that movie, that, that actress. Yeah. I forget her name. Oh, and that's the guy that gets his his yeah. um his, yeah. that's a brutal kill like oh, that's, that's what I'm saying like this is a really horrible, good slasher movie horrible yeah yeah and all and the then, kills are pretty rough like they're all like right. ooh yeah and um, then and then you have that you have that fucking which I honestly I don't know why they even put this character in it but I mean I don't mind it either that weird drifter guy who's like I'm yeah. looking for work and yeah. she's like go clean up the shit in the backyard the he's like pulling shit. weeds yeah. and it's like <laughs> I, uh, so I, dude, weird dude i i have always liked friday the 13th 5 like a new beginning even i remember the first time i saw it and i remember renting the vhs and being like nine or ten or something like that and being kind of blown away that it wasn't jason at the very end like oh wait a second like almost being confused like i thought Jason was there, but someone else was also killing people, like, at the same time. Right. But then you watch back and you're like, okay, I get it. It is a little underdeveloped when you watch the movie. But it's a fucking Friday the 13th movie. Like, what do you expect? Right. You know? But, yeah, I've always thought it was a well-made uh, slasher film. And, like you said, if you would have given the, the, the killer a different costume and maybe changed some of the – like, take Tommy Jarvis out of it because he's technically right. a connection to Jason – it would be a, just a you know a, a fun slasher film like Slumber Party Massacre or 
whatever else you know comes to mind slasher film wise you know but it, it would honestly be along the lines of slumber party massacre and like sorority yeah, house massacre sure. or whatever sorority row house and sorority row like those type of slasher films where there's just mm-hmm. like this unseen killer killing these you know got these teenagers these guys and girls so i agree with you it's it's a fun fun movie and and the whole thing with danny steinman he he went there's another movie he directed I forget what it is. The Unseen, is it? There's something. But he, like, went from porn, like we talked about before, to, like, horror movies. It's – what a weird it's, – it's, inter- it's interesting. You know, Wes Craven did that. He directed yeah. porn under under the name Abe Snake. Yeah. And um, he had a whole bunch of, like, psychedelic porn under his, uh, yeah. under his belt. So it's, it's always an interesting dynamic to me to see people that direct porn in horror movies because yeah. it's, like – as a director, you, know, you want to make money. I guess they go hand in hand. But yeah, yeah. You, you need to make money. And if it was like the 70s, you know, in the 80s when porn yeah. was like huge and making yeah. all kinds of dough, you're going to start off directing porn. And when you start off directing porn, you get Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning, <laughs> which has... This is great. There's a shit ton of nudity in this, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, too, that's right? what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, it's, it's just like... a really good... Like I said, it's my favorite. And, and I could go on and on about why it is, but... With, with that being said, this leads into your next pick, so take it away. So my next pick is a song, and I'm pretty sure our listeners can probably already figure that out. And if that's you're familiar, the, yes. Yes, if you're familiar with, with uh, uh, Friday the 13th 5, and that's the song His Eyes by pseudo echo and it's from the 1984 album i'm probably gonna butcher this but it's autumn no autumnal park how do you pronounce that autumn no autumn no park autumn no park which i have no clue what that is if that's a place or i'm assuming that's what it is um and it's actually their day it's it's pseudo echo's debut album and off the back not i'm focusing on this one song but the album is a banger from beginning to end. It's it is amazing. It's not it's, a one-hit wonder. It's a no. good album. Oh, uh, I totally agree. There's another song yep. on the album that I love called "Dancing Until Midnight." That song, amazing. Like, yeah. if if you know the song "His Eyes" and that's all you know, definitely go out of your way to listen to the entire it's album. Available on all streaming platforms. You could buy it. It's yeah. it's available. It's readily available. <laughs> so, to describe the scene that yeah, uh, I, I was, a, that I was about to get into that. <laughs> So the reason why I love this song and most Friday the 13th fans love this song is because of the scene that's tied to it. So in the film, you've got the character Violet, who's like this like new wave gothy girl chick. So sad. Who throughout the entire film, I don't know if you've noticed this in part five, she's wearing like headphones and she's always like zoning everyone else out and oblivious to everything. Yeah. And she's... It's like late in the night and everyone's in their own rooms. I think they're getting ready to go to bed and just kind of hanging out. And she's sitting there practicing her dance moves to his eyes. And she's doing like this robot (laughs) dance move. It's good. I'm not going to try to recreate it here in the video version of the podcast. But she's doing this move. She kills it though. She does kills it. And then is killed by Jason. (laughs) Air quotes. Jason picks her up. Lifts her uh, off the ground and stabs her in the stomach. Her her death's actually a lot more brutal, and it's all there's also an uncut version available right. out there. 
but the song to focus on the song is is it's a fucking great it's a great catchy song it it feels like it belongs in a friday the 13th movie absolutely like 100 percent, it belongs in in this type of film and the friday the 13th series in general and i'm not going to talk about other tracks because i'm sure again in the future we'll be doing something like this again there's a lot of fucking great songs in the uh friday the 13th uh series and a lot of them are tied to pretty iconic scenes like this one with violet there's another one and i'm sure you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna talk i'm talking about there's another iconic scene everyone loves from the um friday the 13th series with another person dancing you know exactly what i'm talking i don't want to get into it because okay it'll lead us into another tangent like always you oh you have to know what i'm talking about i'll tell you this it's in part four come on i a well-known actor and it's another dance scene so i just love i know what you're talking about yes i did okay i was about to say (laughs) (laughs) you i gave you two hints there and the listeners probably know what the fuck i'm talking about but i just love how these songs are so iconic because of characters dancing in a movie where a guy's killing teenagers, slaughtering teenagers in a hockey mask. And I just, yep. I fucking love that. And the 80s, dude. And that's what I think is missing in like horror films today is like these songs becoming iconic well, because of these iconic well. scenes. They're, they're not pairing them well. Yeah, that's right. what it is. I think the last decade to kind of do that was probably the 90s, like the late 90s with like all the oh, for sure. slasher films that came out in the that's late a good 90s. Point. Yeah. But like nowadays, yeah, like nowadays point. there are a couple of horror films that are able to take, you know, pop culture songs or songs and yeah. make them iconic, but it doesn't happen as much. And I feel like in the 80s, and we've talked about it during our um Halloween mixtape uh episode where you and I love songs from horror films, like especially 80s horror films. There's so many iconic tracks. And I feel Absolutely. like, again, that's what's missing in, in movies today. And I wish more horror films and films in general uh, did that. Actually, you know what? If I think of a film like Drive, because I actually, I was watching Drive the other day. I hadn't watched it in a while. Dude. Drive's amazing. Drive's amazing. And that soundtrack's amazing. And, it, and again, there's so many iconic scenes that... And, and iconic songs that that work so well together and going That's back because go, it's paired well exactly going back to this it's just it's just a great scene and a great song and i fucking love it right well hold on tangent corner time <laughs> i just want to say one thing i saw drive when it not like the night it came out but when it came out like shortly after it came out by myself on a thursday night with like <laughs> one person in the theater it Such was amazing <laughs> I'm sure. One of the best experiences I ever had. It was raining out. It was like <laughs> nine o'clock at night. It was one of my one of my favorite memories. I know that sounds silly. Seeing that movie was so good. Like that's just such a good movie. Okay. I, I, and <laughs> and Tangent Corner. So <laughs> keeping it keeping it with music. This is gonna be my final pick, and this is gonna be a brief one. Um, my third favorite Friday the Thirteenth thing is the boat on the water slash closing theme from Friday the 13th. <laughs> the, obviously the original from 1980, uh, composed by Harry Menfrandidi. And what a beautiful ending scene. Yeah. And the music is paired so well with it. It's both beautiful and haunting, and that's what I love to hear in my movie scores. I actually don't care much for the original compositions as far as listening to them on my own. 
I think they are well done and iconic, but this specific theme is yeah. just really wonderful. Really top-notch composition. If something can be pretty and unsettling and be successful, that's king shit or queen shit. So <laughs> that's my final pick. Like I said, it's a brief thing. I can't really, you know, that whole ending scene is awesome with Alice on the yeah. boat and her hand just dangling in the water. It's just a very tranquil you know, moment, but that music is super unsettling, but super pretty. And I just always really like that. And, and just to touch on the Friday the 13th music, like that, that whole, like the, it's the kill, 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 ma, 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 or ch, 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 mm-hmm. whatever. Anyway, I, I, I feel like it changes in every fucking installment in the, in the franchise, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. like, that's fucking iconic too, dude. Like you yeah. hear that and you just know, okay, the, the score Jason, is great. Jason's I around. Just yeah. I'm just personally not going to sit down and listen to it. I will listen yeah. to that song specifically, yeah. the one I just mentioned. But, like, the score is cool. It works for the movie. I just, for me, it's like, I'm going to listen to the Drive score over yeah. the Friday the 13th score. It's just more my speed. So, but, you know, that's uh, that you know that's just all uh, based on opinion. And what is your third pick, Lou? They found the whole camp murdered. Their throats were slit, and their skulls were crushed. Oh, come on. Nice story, Eric. Fine, don't believe me. But it happened right around here. Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah. That story scared the shit out of me growing up. Didn't some mom go nuts and kill some camp counselors? Exactly. But they say her son, Jason, came back to get his revenge. He still lurks the woods to this day. So my third and final pick is Friday the 13th, The Game, but not the NES version, the 2017 okay. version. Okay. The, the, the one you played online, right? The Asymmetrical Horror Game. So this was developed by Ilphonic and published by Gun Media. So let me, let me describe this game, and then I'll talk, talk a little bit just from my own personal experience with it and why I love it. It's very. It's sure. this is a very personal story right now. So th- th- these go. are the these are the game mechanics. So it's basically seven counselors versus versus one person playing as Jason. So you have a group of seven people all online wearing headsets talking to each other, and then one person in that group is chosen at random. If you want, if it's a private game, you can pick who plays Jason, and that person has to kill all seven counselors and your job as the counselor is to escape the map there were several maps all based on different uh, areas throughout the film franchise now how do you escape these map these maps uh you have to call the cops escape in a car or boat or just survive the 20 minute round so you can just kind of hide if you want and and try to try to survive that way but Jason is overpowered beyond all, all recognition. Like, he is super OP in the game because all he has to do, all that player has to do is grab you and they can automatically just fucking kill you with, like, the press of right. one button. Unless you have certain little things like a pocket knife, which you get one of. If you, you, find, you find little weapons and things throughout, the, uh, throughout yeah. these maps. You axes, bats pieces of wood and pocket knives and that's how you can escape but for the most part if jason gets his hand on you gets his hands on you you're fucking dead if that player gets, gets you you're done he can also slash 
But to to make it a little more personal, I I loved playing this game when it came out, and it's a bummer that they stopped updating it. They kind of they, they got rid of the dedicated servers and all that because there's this whole law, ongoing lawsuit. It with the fr- the fr- uh, Friday the Thirteenth franchise currently, which is why we haven't had a new film since two thousand and nine, and why the game was basically it's still up. You can still play it, but they kind of put the kibosh on it. They don't update it anymore, right. and they had lots planned for it. But I played this with like a group of people I'm legitimately friends with, like in real life, and people yeah. I've met. I played it with you. Before. Yeah, we played Tom. Played with me. It's fun. It's, it's a fucking lot of fun. amazing. And and I, I just you know the, the, there was a uh, people in this group that I didn't really get to hang out with that often. I hang out with them. I actually saw one of them recently, but we don't hang out that much. And this game brought us together to the point that I went to last last uh, a week or two ago. I went to a wedding, and I went with a, a couple of the people I played this game with were there. Like the two people getting married played this with me and one of my friends right. who was a guest that was there played this with me as well and we had so much fun dude we played this shit to like four o'clock in the morning we'd start playing at like yeah, nine fun. dude i got a lot a lot of sleepless nights addicted I, to. i this know shit. this i know this life i know this life <laughs> and uh, a lot of i was not being productive I, I will be thank god it was before haunted hangover existed because right <laughs> god knows what would be happening with the with the show but yeah, dude, it was it was just so much fun, and and I play I play this game called Dead by Daylight now, and I've actually I played that with you before too. Yes, you I, showed I, me it. I, I'm looking into ways to incorporate my because I'm a, I'm a big I'm not a big gamer, but I do enjoy video games as kind of a stress reliever, and I enjoy playing them. I play video games at least once or twice a week. Um, I I've, I play Dead by Daylight, and it still does, and I love Dead by Daylight, but it doesn't compare to the fun I had playing Friday. It's the, the same 13th. mechanics. It's a similar mechanics, not the same because right. you can't. In, in Dead right. by Daylight, you can't fight back. You can It's more like freeze tag. Like you don't right. want the killer to catch you. You kind of just. You have to kind of just avoid yeah, him you have to just, or juke yeah, him, exactly. which is the gamer term. Juke him, kind of you know outrun them and hit them with pallets and shit. But Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. you can fucking fight Jason back, shoot him with a gun at one point, call Tommy Jarvis, all that shit to 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 win the to win the round. Ra- and you can even kill Jason yeah. in a round by doing these by by basically there's certain components you have to hit like you have to get Jason's uh mother's sweater, knock the hockey mask off him, have Tommy Jarvis, have a machete. There was just the, the attention to detail in this fucking game was amazing. The music, when you turn the radio on in like the cabins or in the car, the music that it wasn't music from the film, like it wasn't like songs like the pseudo echo song wasn't in the game but they had songs that sounded like music from the 80s the score was the harry manfredini score like it you felt like you were in the movies and and again right. yeah i remember it and on a personal note it just I, this group of friends we still fucking talk about we were talking about it two weeks ago because we just loved we just loved playing this game and it was a good way of just kind of hanging out and talking shit and just being like, oh shit, he's coming, Jason's here. And we would like mute the right. other person and then like <laughs> fuck with them a little bit. It was just so much fun. I miss it, man. I miss it so much. Yeah. So I have a similar experience yeah. with what you're talking about as far as playing an online mm. game 
with friends. Yeah. And that was this was way back in the early 2000s when yeah. um, Final Fantasy Online was out. Mm-hmm. And I was playing that hard yeah. with a bunch of my friends. And that's what we would do. We would, yeah. we would take like, we'd go to like uh, one of my friends' house. We'd bring an extra TV. We'd bring yeah. that. So this is when the PlayStation 2 had the... Um, the hard drive and you could yeah. only play online games if you had the hard drive yeah what a so pain we in the ass this that game. was <laughs> yeah it was we would play this fucking game from like seven to like four in the morning just That's like crazy. you're talking about yeah. when you it, i know this life and and yeah. honestly i still talk about it sometimes yeah. because it was a memorable a memorable yeah, time man. so i yeah. can totally understand where you're coming from with this <laughs> um i have played this game i i know i've actually played the game with you online and yeah. then there was one time Tom was playing it, but I was on the headphones, yeah. and you thought I was playing. You're like, "Oh, you're actually pretty good at this stuff." I was like, "Yeah, man, hell yeah!" <laughs> so this game is a lot of fun. I, I could definitely vouch for that. Yeah, yeah, man. And there's rumors currently that this company that created this game, there's it's very it's rumor, very grain of salt type of thing, that they're making a Halloween game. So I'm hoping that those rumors are true because if it's the same, sure. it's similar game mechanics obviously they'll have to change like you know the maps and kind of how the the michael myers character would work compared to jason because right. they again attention to detail like like jason would shift and, and stuff like that and michael myers doesn't really do that he's a lot slower he doesn't run but i i'm hoping yeah. hoping that's the next game that comes and i hope this fucking lawsuit shit with this shit with the there's like a lawsuit between what's the guy's name sean cunningham and i think victor miller's the writer of the original friday 13th between the two of them it's kind of like putting a halt on everything friday the 13th related and it's basically what killed this game and and killed you know the idea of a new movie like that's why it hasn't happened yet so i'm hoping they kind of you know clear that shit up because as a as a fan of the series like look at the cool shit we had that was taken away from us because motherfuckers are greedy and i get it these are these Mm -hmm. are like millionaire these are like millionaire problems because these two dudes have money and they you know and and it's a a franchise that's worth a lot of dough in reality and i get that but for the fans like us it fucking kills all the fun man it fucking sucks yeah i agree (laughs) It sucks. Fix that shit, and I hope the next game. Fix that shit. Yeah, fix that shit. Get that. Make that shit correct. <laughs> and I'm hoping this next game's a, a Halloween game because that'd be fucking awesome. We'll see. It says. It says you're a dead fuck. What? A dead fuck? A lousy lay. You know. Dead oh, I see. Oh, don't hold it back for me, Doc. I can take it. Give it to me straight. I did not say it. The computer did. Yeah, well, there is no computer. Aha. And there's no Betty, either. And I'm a dead fuck. Like I said, the computer don't lie. God, I'm horny. All right, Dave. So I thought it would be fun to close out the show ranking the original 12 or the the current currently the 12 films in the franchise in the order sure. we we enjoy them so from best to worst now wait i've said it a million quick. times yes how quick did this take you to to do to compile maybe like 10 minutes <laughs> it, this took me like five minutes to do yeah, I, like I was five. very confident and i was like all right I know which ones are my favorite. <laughs> it took me it took me some I, I thought about it a little bit i was like hmm 
Because I've never done I this before. I didn't, I didn't really need to think about it. I had the list, like I had the list, like the posters for all the film, and I had sent it to you too. And I was like, let me really think about the ones I watch the most, the ones that have the most, right. the most likable characters that I liked at least. It's all subjective. Um, but yeah, so let, let's go. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So please. So again, from from best to worst, the 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 twelve films that currently exist that Jason is in because I know there's people that don't consider I think uh, like Freddy versus Jason a Friday the Thirteenth movie, but I fucking do. It's Jason. Come on, you see Camp Crystal Lake, you see all that shit. It's a fucking Friday the Thirteenth sure. movie. So here we go. Number one for me, which I consider the best. Is Friday the Thirteenth Part Four the final the final Friday right? It's the, I think it's the final Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fi- the final chapter. The final chapter. There you go. The final chapter. Yep. That's yep. Uh, that's my number one. That's my number one pick for probably my favorite. I think it's the the most well made. I think it has a lot of likable characters in it. I think Definitely. the characters, especially the teenagers in that film, are very likable and kind of when Jason when when Jason kills them you kind of feel bad for certain ones that's the one with the twins and yeah. Crispin Glover yeah. and all that Crispin Glover yeah 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 and number 2 on my list is Friday the 13th part 8 Jason takes Manhattan I talked about that a little Good earlier one. I fucking love I will never apologize uh for my love of Jason takes Manhattan because I've, I I always it. I watched it earlier today, dude, just because I was like, you know what? We're going to record. I kind of want to watch it, too. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to record this Friday the 13th uh, special for the podcast. You know what? I'm going to watch one of them and look at look at the one I put on, part eight, because I fucking love it. Next up, number three, is Friday the 13th, the original. It's up there. I okay. think, I, I definitely think it's, it's, it's what started the fucking franchise dude and i know a lot of people it's usually low on their list because jason's not in it but i think as a film it's great like it's like the kills are fucking original like that scene like dude the original friday the 13th when i was a kid i was scared shitless of bunk beds because of the kevin bacon death scene because like as a the kid, fucking spear with, scene, yeah, with the fucking dead sure. body on the top bunk, and then Kevin Bacon at the bottom and the spear, dude. I checked under my bed because I was like six of when course. I saw that movie when I was there for the first time. Of course, and dude, I I, I think the original Friday the Thirteenth probably has the best atmosphere and is definitely the creepiest. One hundred percent of all the of part. all the yeah of all the films. Personally speaking, also just the, me. the poster art's great. The oh. silhouette of the of the of the body with the kids and love the it. camp in the background. That's great. I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. So next up, number four on my list is Friday the thirteenth, part six, Jason Lives. I've always thought of I've always thought of this entry as the like MTV. This is the Dream Warriors of the Friday the thirteenth series with the alice cooper song and you know all that shit and the tommy jarvis is like the hero running around and, and all that yep i always I, I always dug it i always thought it was a lot of fun it's, it's also i think the most self-aware if i remember correctly i haven't watched it in a while but there's like all the jokes i think there's that one scene where like that old uh uh graveyard dude is like uh, people have a weird sense of entertainment and he looks right at the fucking camera it's like breaking the fourth wall <laughs> and uh, my fifth pick is number five, which we talked about. <laughs> uh, okay. Number That's cool. my, my my fifth pick is number five. It's 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 in top five Friday the Thirteenth films. It's up there because we we, we already went into it. Why? Yep. We both love the fifth entry. 
Uh, my sixth Great. film is part three, Friday the 13th part three, okay. 3D, even though I've never actually seen it in 3D. I think maybe I watched my DVD or Blu-ray of it once and it looked like shit. Um, I, I thought that fact. one had inventive kills. Fun fact: We, uh, Mike, and I met Shelly, the guy that plays Shelly yeah, yeah. in Part I Three. His name, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about, and we were talking to him um, about his kill scene, and I can't remember if he said his kill scene is cut or not. Um, okay. I actually don't think I don't think there was that much gore involved in his kill scene. I okay. think his stuff was off camera, yeah. but um, he was cool. He was cool to talk to. He was just a regular dude, just like. Sitting, he was at Monster Mania, just sitting there by himself. And Mike's like, "What's like?" We're like, "Let's go talk to Shelly." Yeah, and we were talking to him. He was a really cool guy. What's his name? Larry Zerner, I think, is his name. Is it something? I think it's like, Larry. He, he looks exactly the same. He's like a lawyer or something now. I think, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, something. He, he was very cool though. Yeah. So yeah, so part six was Friday the Thirteenth, part three. Part uh, number seven on my list is Freddy versus Jason. I've got that pretty high. Because that movie's fun. I love Freddy vs. Jason. We talked about it briefly um, uh, on the episode, the More Halloween Memories episode with uh, Gulia and, and, and Dottie mm-hmm. Spartans when they were guests on the show. We talked briefly about Freddy vs. Jason. I think it's a fun movie. It reminds me of uh, being a senior in high school. I went to go see it twice. It was, a fu- it was like the WrestleMania of horror movies like it was a big fucking deal it was a big fucking deal when freddy and it has and it has the most new metal awesome soundtrack ever yes it does freddy versus jason's soundtrack is fucking great it's cheesy as hell when you listen listen back but it's definitely of the time 2003 that's fucking the the that was like the tail end of new metal dude that soundtrack's fucking dope i don't care what anyone says (laughs) uh number eight on my list Friday the 13th, the 2009 remake. I think the remake is is pretty good. I'm one of those people that enjoys it. Terrible. And and I've heard people say that as well. I I think the characters, the 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 the, they weren't even teenagers. They were like adults in that movie. But the like the group of young people (laughs) sucked in it. But they're basically just a death, like a a body count. It's really the Jason in that movie. Personally speaking, my opinion is fucking brutal and tough, and he's Derek fucking Mears. cool. Yeah, I loved that Jason. I thought he did a great job, and he's the best part. I also think those. I love that opening twenty minutes. Like, dude, it takes like twenty minutes for the title card to pop up, and that's fucking amazing. Rewatch just that opening sequence and tell me you don't okay. you don't think it's decent because it okay. fucking is. All right, moving on to my number nine pick. Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood or a new blood. The, the, basically, Jason versus Carrie, the telekinetic, Carrie, yep. the telekinetic uh, chick girl. My um, man, I, Bernie Lomax is in that movie. Yeah, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Lomax is in it. Um, I, I like it. Uh, it's not high on my list because it's fun. It's a fun. Again, I uh, we both love all these movies. In, in actuality, we love all the fucking Friday the 13th movies. But yeah, it's yeah. not one I revisit that often. But, and we've talked about this, I think, on a random video on our Instagram. The fucking art on that D- VHS is amazing. Oh, it's great. With the knife yeah, and is. her face and his face. Jason and, and the, uh, the it's like a female. It's an 
unidentifiable female face because it doesn't look With like the, the girl gleam in the movie. coming out of yeah. the eye. It's awesome. It looks fun. That's a great, great, great cover poster art. It's amazing. Uh, uh, number ten on my list, Jason X. <laughs> so the tenth, uh, tenth film. Okay, I, I'm not one of those people that I think it's fun. I, I like Jason X. I think the concept of Jason becoming like a cyborg and being in space is fun and cool. But I don't love it as much as other people do. Like, I don't rewatch it that often. I saw it in the theater. I did, too. <laughs> I, my, my grandmother went with me to go see that. It That's came amazing. out in 01, so I was 14. So I remember telling my grandma, hey, you want to come see it with me? And she just went with me. I forget why. my Because you know what it is? My grandmother loved Friday the 13th, I think, if I remember. Cause she loved jason so i remember telling her, like grandma and i remember her telling me oh will you come? i think the the, the situation was because i was old enough to go to the theater alone and with my friends because i had done it i think the agreement was she really wanted me like she really wanted to go see that with me and right. we went together and i always have that memory of my grandmother taking me to go see that that's um, awesome but yeah i love that i love that idea of going to see that with my grandmother more than more than the movie itself honestly right the setting the setting yeah. made made you like the movie more you know i do want to say one thing about it it is the cinemax like it, it's yes. epitome of a cinema cinemax movie yeah. like you like you'd watch it at like two in the morning it has a cinemax feel which i really like yeah it always it always came off as kind of cheap to me it didn't look like hollywood it looked it looked it looked it had a, a, a pretty decent budget when you look into it but it always looked kind of cheap to me i don't know why that is but it is, I, dude. You want to know another funny thing about Jason X? I remember bootlegs of that shit being everywhere in the street, like in this in New York here. <laughs> Fucking the dudes in the street were like selling that shit like before it even came out. I remember months before, like a work print got released or something. But yeah, number ten on my list, Jason X. Number eleven on my list, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Once again, not my favorite in the series. Me neither. I, I, it always felt the most boring. Of all the entries to me, I'm not a fan of Sackhead Jason. It's cool. I don't hate the movie, but it's not one I throw on that often. Not top five, obviously. Just not one I revisit. And my yes. number and my number twelve. At this point, you probably know what it is. Jason goes to hell. I I never watched Jason goes oh, to I, hell. I love this one. Okay, I, I I don't hate it. It's just one I don't revisit. I. I always, I've always loved like the whole like meatball looking Jason like in the movie like because he's barely in. Right, Once he's again, fucking, he's in the beginning yeah. and the end. Really, he's barely in the movie, and the whole concept of like him switching bodies was cool. But it's not one. It never felt like a Friday the Thirteenth movie. It always felt like disconnected. That's from the, interesting. Which is cool because again, it's like adults running around that bounty hunter guy. What the fuck was his name? That he breaks the dude's fingers oh, in the prison. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And and all I ever remember about Jason Goes to Hell and, pe- and kids in school talking about it is the ending with Freddy's glove coming out and grabbing the mask and dragging it. It's probably it. the most goriest. It is. And it's another film that has like an uncut version and a like regular version. Like you can watch, I think, on right. DVD and Blu-ray or whatever. But yeah, it's, it's never been my favorite. It's probably the one next to part two that I revisit the least like i i had i can't i probably haven't watched jason goes to hell in i don't know probably like six years seven eight years it's been a while i can't even i can't i have it i own it i think on blu-ray in the box set or whatever but i don't i don't really revisit it that often maybe i should maybe i should do it i think it's good i think you should 
So Dave, hit us. Right, so my, my, hit us mine's gonna list. be quick because we already went through them all. So mine just I'm just gonna fire mine off. So right. number one, as you know, part five, a new <laughs> yes. beginning, absolute favorite. Number two, part three, I love that one. Number three. Jason Goes to Hell. It's funny <laughs> how we all have different picks. I love Jason Goes to Hell. Number four is part four, the final chapter. Okay. Number five is part six, Jason Lives. So mine's, okay. you know, mine, we both have that up there. Similar. Um, yep. Number six is part Jason. Uh, is part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. That's my uh, my sixth favorite. Okay. Um, number seven is part seven, The New Blood. <laughs> Number eight, Friday the 13th, the original. Okay. Number nine, part two. Okay. Number 10, Freddy vs. Jason. Number 11, Jason X. I didn't even list the fucking remake. So, <laughs> so the, I, so the I remake like is it. at the I did, bottom I hated of the list. I it when I saw it. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even list it. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, go back and watch the remake with an open mind. Okay. That first 20 minutes before the title screen pops up, Friday the 13th is so well done. And again, Derek Mears as Jason, phenomenal. Like, he was a good Jason, dude. He's the best part of that fucking movie. Also, he's a one big more thing, dude. That's why he definitely portrays him well. For sure. One more thing I love about that movie, spoiler alert, I don't fucking care, whatever. There's a character in that movie, one of the girls you don't think is going to fucking die, and she dies. I love that they did that. Because throughout the film, you're like, all right, he, she's kind of his love interest. The dude from Supernatural, I forget his fucking name. I never watched Supernatural. But, like, you you meet her, and she's the most likable of the young adults because they're not teenagers. Right. And she gets killed towards the end, and you expected her to live. You expected, like, to live. the Supernatural dude, his sister, because he's looking for her, and Jason's holding her captive or whatever. And this girl, you expected her, but she fucking gets killed. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, it catches you off guard. And I respected the filmmakers for doing that because it's different. You'd expect the innocent girl that's helping you know to survive and she doesn't and again he's fucking brutal uh but to, to, to close things out it is sad that we haven't had a fucking friday the 13th movie in so goddamn long dude it's crazy right yeah, like I guess so i guess i wouldn't mind seeing one yeah. think 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 about that we've had a halloween movie recently you know and, and there's another one coming out later this year uh, we haven't had a nightmare yeah. on elm street one in a while but that last that remake was fucking hot garbage hot yeah i didn't see hot. it but i just I, I, all i seen was the the cgi freddy and i was like no nope, i don't need to see it terrible don't terrible. need to see it and I, I i hope i hope there's one coming in the future like going through this list like just us both kind of breaking down and like ranking them you know in order of the way we, we each like them it just is like damn there's been so many friday the 13th it's crazy to think that we haven't had one since 2009 that's fucking bananas yeah. so i hope, yeah. hope hopefully there's a, a new one uh coming soon so we'll see jason uh, always lives he always comes back so let's see what happens in the uh in the future timeless hey yeah well it's at 3 a.m like always look you've got to call the police there's a payphone in back but it's broke look you don't understand there is a maniac trying to kill us welcome to new york so that was our friday the 13th special be sure to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover, and also check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Haunted Hangover 31. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. 
And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys.